Welcome back to Fit Facts. Today, Grace and I are getting deep into our previous personal experiences around stress of the holidays. Holidays are an absolutely amazing time, but unfortunately, many women develop anxiety and stress around ruining their health and fitness goals. We want to shed some light on the situation with some awesome tips to staying on track, feeling your best, and creating your own success. Welcome to Fit Facts in November. Grace, can you believe it is November already? Not really. October flew by, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, we are post-Halloween at this point, and we are now looking into Thanksgiving. So, you know, really just what's to expect over the next few months. Just a ton of holiday stuff. All right, so... We'll dive into all of that later. Grace, give us a recap of our baby action step from last week. So what was it? How'd you implement it? And yeah, what you got? So last week we talked about trying to intentionally enjoy a treat of some sort, right? Because Halloween was coming up and, you know, how can we avoid that Halloween candy binge or something like that? So just implementing a type of food that you like that you think could be off limits for that diet mentality, intentionally eat it with somebody, hopefully instead of by yourself and enjoy it, not feel guilty about it. So I made cupcakes last week, which was so fun. I was trying to prove to a friend of mine, actually, that gluten-free cupcakes can be good and tasty and just as awesome as regular cupcakes. So I made chocolate cupcakes and they were phenomenal. I got to share one of them with him and he, he's a chef, he's a professional chef, and he even said that they are delicious. So it was a win in my book. <laughs> I loved amazing. it. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, but that's what I did. Carly, what did you get to do? I love that. So honestly, you know, like it, I didn't feel like it was much of a challenge, if that makes sense, <laughs> just because I have had the stage in the phase where like, okay, I'm freaking out about like literally just last Halloween, freaking out about it. What am I going to do about it? Um, you know, it's just like clients at the gym, they're bringing me food and baking things just for Halloween, um, but all the candy everywhere. And so last year, it was definitely an implementation of, okay, I'm going to have a small candy every single day so that it's not like overload for this one day or this, you know, special time of year. Like you said, these foods or these candies, just because it's Halloween candy, they can be found and had and enjoyed all year long. So for me, honestly, I fill every day with fun foods. For example, last night's dinner was literally a grilled cheese with a side salad some with some grilled chicken and then s'mores for dessert. So that's honestly kind of a typical day of eating. You know, the 80-20 rule, huge fan of that and advocate. So um, I would say my implementation is daily. And that's exactly what we want for everyone, you know, so that it's not like deprivation and then binge. And so we're kind of going to be covering that today. Grace, are you excited for this? I am super excited about it. Carly, can you give us a one minute description of how you make the perfect s'more? Okay. Yes, Grace. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so I know you were like, hey, I saw that on Instagram and I was a little, little jealous. I don't want to say jealous. Maybe you didn't say jealous. But anyway, <laughs> so Blake and I, we have mastered the perfect s'more. Okay. So this is a little more classy. Like it's not going to happen if you're out back in the woods campfire style, camping, whatever. So you have to be in your home or at least near a microwave. So we melted down a Hershey's bar, okay, in the microwave and used a, you know, just a knife, a butter knife to spread the melted chocolate on each like graham cracker on the inner 
player. And then, um, you know, marshmallows are amazing, but sometimes they really just overpower the whole entire s'more itself. So we cut marshmallows in half, roasted half marshmallows, and then bam, okay, you have melted chocolate because what's a s'more when you're just biting into a candy bar, you know, like, so (laughs) melted chocolate, half s'more, and then maybe I'm over my minute review, but definitely a must try. Okay. So totally worth being more than a minute. I'm excited to implement this kind of s'more living in my life. (laughs) Yes, Grace. Whenever you come over, bring the marshmallows and we're having a campfire. So, um, super excited for that. Um, okay, Grace, let's talk about holidays. Yes, it's only November first week, but what do the holidays mean to you in terms of like your health and fitness goals? If you know, if that makes sense. Totally. I think, I think this year, I know we were both talking about this year is kind of like a turning point for both of us of like feeling a lot better about the holidays. And so we're excited to share with you guys some tips on how, on how we've gotten there, but overall holidays in the past and for a lot of women, it just, it's a challenging time for both, both physical health and health and fitness goals with all of the food on the table, all of the constant parties and all of that happening. And then also your mental health, you know, with being fearful of these foods, being fearful of being around family members that might be pushy and, and things like that. So that's basically why we want to come with you, come to you guys and just talk about, Hey, how have we been able to kind of get a mindset shift going into the holidays? So then we can work towards our health and fitness goals, even with all of that happening all at the same time. So Yeah, that's, that's basically our goal. But Carly, what do you think that we can describe as being, you know, what, what people can expect from us coming up? For sure. So we have like eight weeks left in the year, maybe like eight and a half pushing nine or whatever, but two months basically. And then we have Thanksgiving coming up, coming up and then it's Christmas and then it's new year. And so it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, it can, it's a, it's supposed to be a happy time, a fun time, a loving time with friends and family, but it can be so stressful. And so we want to talk about and really provide ways to manage this stress so that we can focus on our friends and family and truly enjoy this time along with the foods. Okay. That is such a huge part of this. And then mainly to set ourselves up for success, even if we feel like we failed in previous holiday seasons. And so, um, you know, it's a constant concern, you know, in common to feel the fear of, oh my gosh, I have so many events I have to attend, social events, food events, and things like this. And then our favorite foods are being piled high on the tables. And it's like, how do we resist that? And we want to share with women, you don't have to resist that urge to enjoy all of the foods but we can find that balance. Okay. So that we are overall happy and healthy through this season in, you know, as well. And then overall just being busy, that leads to stress. Stress can cause other health concerns, mental and physical. And then like workouts, how in the world or do you work out when you're traveling? And then there's the scale fluctuations. So there are a ton of things and fears, but really like today, we just want to talk about how to reduce the anxiety. And then over the course of the, you know, the holidays and eight weeks, we're going to be diving a little deeper into each of those as well and how to reduce that. So Grace, I'm super excited about it because as you mentioned, we were just discussing earlier 
how like we're excited to step into this holiday season because we both had our struggles like over mm-hmm. the past years. Absolutely. Carly, I'm really interested to hear about if you're whatever you're willing to share with us, like how, how was your mindset different from it is now? What, what did you feel like coming into the holidays, you know, even just last year? Yes, absolutely. So like last year was a crazy time. So I went through this binge eating phase, didn't know where it came from, could not pinpoint it, didn't understand why it was happening, felt like something was wrong with me and was just really, really confused and beating myself up about it. Because obviously if you're binge eating, then you're eating more food, which causes weight gain. And I was just so confused and didn't like the way my body was changing and looking and just the fact that I had lost control of that. And so that lasted uncontrollably for about three months, started to gain control over it. But then there's the fear of like, oh my gosh, if I eat that, am I going to binge? Or, oh my gosh, if I don't eat that, am I going to be starving later and then binge? And so that's what I was going into the holiday season of, like with that mentality and that mindset and um, just fearful of food in general, fearful of continuing to eat food and then gaining more weight and just overall being uncomfortable. And then it was completely different the year before that. I had gone on a diet, if that makes sense. I mean, intentionally losing weight, but it was a little more aggressive than I've taken in the past um, to get to lean out or whatever and lose a little bit of excess fat. But then I was like, I had done that specifically for the holidays. I dieted for two to three months prior to November so that I could go into the holidays and like straight binge almost not really binge now that I've truly experienced binge eating, but you know, just kind of be like, go all out, enjoy whatever I want, not have to worry about it. But then I was still over exercising and excessively like going on runs and random crunches and pushups and squats and stuff while I was traveling to visit family. And it was a very, very obsessive mindset. And so Goodness gracious. Okay. Those experiences sucked, but now it makes me so excited for this year because I'm finally at a place where like, I'm not concerned with, is the scale going to change? I'm not concerned with, all right, well, when am I going to go on my mile runs, you know, or whatever while visiting family? And it's just fully stepping into freedom. And Grace, I know that's why we care so strongly because we've had our own experiences and struggles and it's like no we don't want people to go through this and so we really want to talk about the mentality that we want to adopt and so grace like what would you say like automatically comes to mind whenever we talk about the mentality and the mindset behind health and fitness and mentally and physically um going into the holidays what are the important things to note right off the bat Right. I think, I think something that is important to think about is just, you know, this is not the end all be all of your health and fitness goals, right? Like the holidays are supposed to be about enjoying time with family and with friends and the people that you want to spend your time with to enjoy it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to get the exact same results of your goals that you did in other months where there wasn't continuous gatherings with food, right? Because Carly, you and I were talking about earlier how food is often a symbol of love, right? With family members, with friends, they bring you foods and things like that. That's a symbol of love for a lot of people. And so getting together in these environments at holidays, that's a way that people show love for one another. So, I mean, I'm excited to talk with everybody about 
you know, ways to to still stick with your health and fitness goals, but also knowing that we need to set realistic expectations for ourselves. And maybe the goals can't be the same of, oh, I want to lose 15 pounds over the next two months because when holidays are happening, like that's going to be incredibly hard to do. And you don't want to set yourself up to quote fail, you know, or set yourself up to to feel discouraged and feel frustrated with yourself. Like you didn't do everything that you could have done to reach your goals. Does that make sense? You know, For just sure. kind of setting that realistic expectation and understanding, you know, maybe you need to adjust your goals a little bit during the holidays to just fully enjoy them. Yes, absolutely. And like everything that you just said is 100% what we are preaching inside of the health Excel Academy with our members and grace I'm so excited to finally release our holiday success guide that we have been working on for weeks. Okay. And so it, we really just like want to reduce the stress by prepping and planning and not like, oh my gosh, we have to do all of this meal prep, all of these, you know, nothing crazy. Like we really want to break it down into small action steps and God. Okay. This is a, it is a success God to God women throughout the holidays so that they can feel like a complete success. Okay. Because our success can look so different. We get to determine what that looks like and how exciting is that? And so for our listeners, okay. If you guys want to receive your free copy of this holiday success guide, that is exclusive to HEA members, but we're just like, this is so good. We want to share it. Grace, where can they get that? How can they get their copy? I'm so excited to share this with people too. So if you guys want to grab one of these copies of the success guide, we have a free community group on Facebook. So it's a private group. If you guys search Health Excel Community on Facebook, you'll find our group that is free, has just a lot of women supporting women in there of their health and fitness goals, as long as a lot of information from the Health Excel Academy. So if you guys can join that, find us on Facebook, we will send you a free copy of this holiday success guide. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Grace, for all of that. And it is absolutely the community to be part of where women are like on the same road to success. But again, their success looks different for each and every woman. So let's dive back into the stress. Okay, the stress of the holidays and really boiling down to is the stress even about the food? You know, we've we've talked about our differences and situations in previous holiday seasons and yours is a little bit different and I think that this is like a huge you know relating point as well for other women totally so I definitely think a lot of different facets of stress that come with the holidays right food is for sure one of them like Carly your story you know things like that that women can 100% relate to but like you said it's not always just about the food. There are so many other stresses that come together, come with getting together with family members, you know, people that you don't see super often that might not hear your goals, might not, you know, might not hear your journey that you're on right now all the time. And so when they see you, maybe it's a little bit more shocking or even just about life things, right? If you, didn't get a new job, if you didn't get a new relationship or things like that, that maybe you're afraid family members are going to call you out on. We were talking earlier too, Carly, about how food can even just be that coping mechanism. So the stress doesn't even stem from food, but it's just there and out with the holidays. So that can be a coping mechanism. But even outside of that, I think a lot of women can relate to that. But like you said, my story kind of 
falls into a different category. The stress was not about the food, but about the comments that would come about food towards me from different family members. What I mean by that is I've shared with a lot of women that are in the Health Excel Academy just about at the beginning of my health and fitness journey, you know, there were a lot of a lot of health problems. I was going through a time where I didn't know that I was I had celiacs, but I did, and so I was just eating a lot of things that were hurting my stomach, not feeling good at any point. Um, so I lost a lot of weight from that, not in a healthy way, not in a good way, but just because my body was not responding well to food. When I put food in my stomach, it hurt. So I was just, you know, trying to protect myself. Like I thought, you know, not, not putting things on my stomach that would hurt, but you know, I could see that on my body, like the, the unhealthy results were coming. So walking into a holiday situation, the year that all of that was going on with grandparents, aunts, uncles, all that kind of thing. Like the comments came of when I would try to eat something, but it hurt and it didn't feel good for me of, oh, I, internally, I knew that I needed to stop because I was hurting, but family members don't see that as a, oh, I'm, she's just trying to take care of herself in this moment. They see it as, oh, she's not going to eat enough. She doesn't love us enough because food is our symbol of love. She doesn't want to be around us. Like grace, is that all you're going to eat? Grace, you're already too skinny. Why aren't you eating more? Like act like you love us. Those comments might not be directly related to my fear about food, but it was coming at me and still caused stress and anxiety and hurt. So, you know, I think there's that fear of judgment, fear of being in a social situation with people that, that love you, right? With family members, but, or even just with friends, but that doesn't mean that judgmental comments don't come out. So I'm super excited to just talk about more in our coming up weeks of how there's been able to have a mindset shift and preparing myself. Oh, if I get this comment from a family member, then I have my practice response of, hey, how can I say something to this family member, show my love to them, but then also just switch it up. We're going to talk about that a little bit more too. And um, on this concept that we've talked about a lot, Carly and I, of the strategy of safeguards, just your safeguards that you can put up to approach a situation a little bit better. So that's a little bit more of why the stress doesn't have to just be all about food, but about fear of judgment. So what do you think, Carly, people, people can do that are listening or just women that are afraid of these things or can relate to both of us? Like, what can they do now? What kind of, what kind of things can people start putting into place? Yes. So I'm so glad you asked. Um, and talking about the the comments and things like that so one thing that we can do to reduce potentially reduce the comments and you know responses that we get from family members in those situations and those gatherings because it's so easy for someone to you're doing something different and it's easy for them to judge that even if it is for your best interest and so to start sharing your goals with your family members and so to open up you know with ideas about bringing a healthier side dish because just last Thanksgiving I was like hey guys I'm traveling to you know come back home and visit for the holidays I would love to bring a veggie tray and make a Greek yogurt dip all right so because people hear Greek yogurt it's like oh my god you're so healthy of course you have to bring the healthy stuff and so (laughs) Like, it's insane, you know, and like, I have dealt with those comments all of my life. And 
um, you know, at times during the binge eating, even like let those feed into my mind, like, well, they think I'm so healthy, I'm just going to eat another ice cream sandwich, they think I'm so healthy, I'm just going to continue eating these foods. And so those comments do have effect, you know, on us, whether we want to accept it or not. And I think I had ignored it for so long. That's why it hit me so hard. Um, But yes, start sharing those goals with family members and grace, which kind of, I should have started with setting realistic expectations and goals. So the two things to incorporate right now, one, share these things, but two, figure out what these things are. Like, what would you say? I mean, we see women come in with high expectations for themselves and really they're just setting themselves up for failure, which is so unfortunate. So what's a realistic way to set expectations and goals for yourself without being discouraging to yourself at the same time during the holidays? Absolutely. I think even just taking a step back and looking at what the holidays are, right? It's a lot of times of just getting together with family and enjoying foods that you guys love. So maybe your health and fitness goals include, you know, weight loss and muscle growth and things like that. You don't have to stop all of those during these times, but maybe setting an expectation for yourself that either your weight loss isn't going to be at the same rate during the holiday season, or let me just enjoy this time with my family and, you know, mindfully enjoy these foods that we both, that we all love, but work on maintaining my weight rather than just gaining. So, um, or having the expectation of losing, you know, so even if your realistic expectation is just, I want to stay where I'm at. I don't want to go backwards. I want to stay where I'm at. So then once the new year comes around and Carly and I are super excited to talk about our new year's resolutions, but once that new year comes around and the holidays are over and you kind of get that shock back into everyday life, get back on track with your goal, with the goals that you have for weight loss or whatever they may be. So just setting yourself up for something realistic and then also not beating yourself up that the fact that that is realistic, that something else can't be, you know, not being mad that 15 pound weight loss is not realistic in the holiday season, you know? Yes, absolutely. And so, you know, once you have those realistic expectations and goals, you can begin to practice those things now. And so by practice those things, what I mean is like, I think it's an amazing time during the holidays to potentially step away from the scale. This is not excusing yourself to eat like a pig and just throw all of health and fitness goals out the window, but we know the scale is going to fluctuate. So why would we even focus on that number anyways? That does not define our success or actions define our success. So two like habits to begin incorporating is practicing mindful eating habits. And that could be paying attention to your hunger levels, paying attention to your your cravings in a sense and not giving into those and letting those take over but finding ways to curb the cravings and still, you know, 80-20 rule really, like 80% whole nutritious foods, 20% enjoyment, fun foods. Um, And then also with your exercise, these are things you can control. You cannot control what the scale is going to do. If you're currently not exercising, a great way to start would be 20 minutes, three times per week. Okay. So 
three times per week is going to be better than like one hour, one day a week, because you have more days to say, yes, I did it. Like I did the dang thing. And so if we begin these habits now, it's going to reduce our urge going into the holidays of like, oh my gosh, I overate. I have to go walk miles right now. Oh my gosh, I have to get in a HIIT workout. I have to do all of these like like unrealistic things. And if we weren't doing them before, why would we start doing them and punishing ourselves during the holidays? Grace, we talk about that all the time, like looking at exercise and fitness and health as punishment. Okay. So how do we understand that it's not punishment? Like we adopting the mindset of we get to not, we have to. Totally. I love this quote. I know I've talked about it with you. I've talked about it with Health Excel Academy members. A lot of exercise is a celebration for what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. And a way to think about that is just like Carly said, break it up for three times a week rather than an hour once a week. Because when you break it up, those are just many celebrations that you can have, right? 20 minutes per week. It could be a 20 minute walk. It could be a 20 minute hike, 20 minutes in the gym, whatever is a great start for you, then celebrate it. You know, being proud of yourself and not doing it just because you wanted to eat a cupcake later or because you wanted to, you ate a donut for breakfast, right? It's not, it's not a punishment. It's just a celebration of what your body can do, feel good about it. And then it allows all those other things to come in your life, right? Once you get in that habit with your exercise routine, with your mindful eating, those things are just going to come natural, you know? And so I think it's, I think it's important to think about exercise as a celebration. Yes. Okay. And the more small celebrations we can have, the better we're going to feel. Like you said, adopting that I am proud of myself attitude. Okay. If we set ourselves up for failure, we are discouraged and then we want to quit. Okay. So we want to avoid that at all costs. And so after talking about things to incorporate right now, that could seem a little scary. Okay. Our goals, our expectations, our exercise, (laughs) our eating habits, and Grace, you have the best way to make things just be less intimidating by putting the word baby in front of them. So let's talk about our baby action step for this week. Totally. Our baby action step. I'm super excited about it, which I feel like I say that every time, but I just get super excited about baby action steps. But this week, I think it would be awesome to kind of get a game plan for what's coming up. And what I mean by that is think about all the dinners, all the lunches, all the days out that you're going to have with family members and friends coming up for Thanksgiving. You know, if you're in a relationship or married or whatever, you have both sets of parents or grandparents and things like that, friends and other family members. So there might be a lot of events coming up, right? So my goal for you guys, my baby action step, and I'm going to be doing it too, is just to map out the dinners on a calendar or the lunches on your calendar that you know you're going to have coming up in November. That way you can really mentally just recognize all the stuff that you have coming up and then make a plan for which ones are most important to you, right? Which ones are you most looking forward to eat? Are you really looking forward to grandma's mac and cheese or something like that, like that you only get once a year, right? Map those out. Know that I can, I'm going to do that Thanksgiving dinner and just say, hey, that is going to be my meal where I'm not going to feel guilty for indulging in the foods that I get to enjoy with my family. And just the other ones where maybe you don't enjoy those meals as much, you don't love the foods as much, they're not things that you like, then maybe map those as, okay, I'm going to still stick within my goals. I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to overindulge. 
that could be more of a normal meal, right? Instead of a Thanksgiving feast. So I'm super excited to just kind of hear what you guys think about that. What kind of events you guys have in coming up, you know, plan it out with my own family. So Carly, how are you going to, are you going to do this too? Or how are you going to implement this? Yes. Okay, Grace, the same exact thing. And this is probably what I'm most excited about because I feel like I've practiced all year for this. Like I said, really (laughs) excited to go into the holidays this year without the food guilt, you know, and truly stepping into food freedom and being able to enjoy what I want to enjoy, not what someone else thinks I should enjoy or anything like that. And so the best place to like get a map out plan is honestly in our holiday success guide. Like we have a section full on for this to think about and we walk you step by step through planning and prepping your mind for this okay not like you have to plan and prep by running miles okay no we are truly wanting to get away from that looking at exercises punishment and looking at it as like we have to undo our like bad day of eating or whatever um one thing we're going to be covering a ton over the next few weeks is holiday like the holidays are like only a few days okay the holiday season is yes about two to three months but it does not have to be okay so we can totally take away some stress just by that mentality alone but yes baby action step map out your game plan get your free copy of our holiday success guide that is exclusive for HEA members only inside of our Facebook community group the Health Excel community on Facebook. So we hope to see you guys there. Have an awesome day. I'll see you later, Grace. Bye, Carly. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Fit Facts. We hope that we have provided value to you today. If you haven't already, hit the follow button on Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, a five-star review is always appreciated. We would also love to have you join our free private Facebook group for women who are looking to excel in their health. For more information, visit healthexcelacademy.com.